Hi, I'm Pastor Sheena Cameron. And I'm Reverend Gerald Cameron. And welcome to Word Up, a community Community where preachers grow. So when the devil tried to take me down, remember James 1 and 12 receiving that crown. Satan had me bound. See, I was lost and found. I put my faith in ye. Now I got angels around. This is the story of the Good Samaritan. Uh, But I believe that there is a, there is something new, right? We I always say that scripture um, reveals it's a living word, which means that um, there is always a new word, a fresh look, a fresh expression of the word every every time we approach this text. Um, so, so, so the challenge this week is to really look at the text, lean into the text, and squeeze out maybe something that we missed. Or maybe there's something that you want to emphasize, but there's so many ways in which to really uh, do justice by the, the word of God and to teach this in a new way. One of the ways to do justice is to understand that the word good does not appear in the text. And so Good Samaritan, although um, all 50 states have Good Samaritan laws, that Good Samaritan comes from a heading, and I would say it's a part of our Christian tradition, but it's not inherent in the text. And so if you are going to go the route of pronouncing um, this Samaritan that is the um, hero of the story, so to speak, I would challenge you to really think about what makes him good. And you. I would also challenge you, you don't have to say he's good. I mean, good sometimes is like nice. It's overly done. Like maybe there's a fuller word that you can use to describe him because um, he's definitely one who shows mercy and I think he's definitely one who is the hero but again what do heroes mean for us especially in this society what do heroes look like on the other side of COVID what do you know our unsung or our everyday heroes look like um the other piece that I just wanted to lift up really quickly um about good Samaritan laws is uh good samaritan in general um a lot of times those laws are to protect the person who's showing the mercy or the person who's um trying to help and so i want us to really think through that that's one way to approach this text to think about um what does it mean to put oneself in harm's way and what does it mean for us to really sacrifice in a moment um, for the benefit and for really for the, I would not even say just the benefit, but at this point for the life sustaining effects of the other. Uh, the last piece I will say on that note, one one um, Good Samaritan clause, I guess you can say that I can think of in a couple of the states that we lived in for the most part. People who help persons who are um, experiencing what seems to be a drug overdose, who call 911, who try to aid with first aid or CPR, or even if you're just trying to get the person uh, to uh, respond or stay with you, if you yourself are a drug user, if you yourself perhaps have 
um, some drugs on you for whatever reason, in most states, you're not supposed to be prosecuted if you say or together in a in a trap house or whatever the case may be. Um, but why is that important? I think it's important for us to know because I think a lot of times this text represents for us sticky situations to which we don't want to get involved because of either our own stuff i'll just say our own stuff and um i'll leave it at that sticky situations to which we do not want to get involved um because of our own stuff no that's good that's good and I, I i like what you lifted up regarding you know the classification of good samaritan um it's interesting because looking at this text from a lucan standpoint um, might actually help us to really build a narrative um, that is in the text that maybe hasn't been lifted. If you think about the Gospel of Luke for a minute, um, Eugene Peterson always says this. He says, Luke is the Gospel of mit- Misfits, uh, meaning that in the Gospel of Luke, you always, always find or lift up, or, 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 or the Gospel lifts up individuals who wouldn't or don't really fit the mold of what we deem as good or deem as worthy or deem as individuals who are deserving of the grace of God. When you look at the story of Zacchaeus in Luke 19, when you look at the story of the 10 men who are are, are cured by leprosy in Luke 17, you see that there's this motif, right, of misfits in Luke and so the same here is in this text there's a Samaritan brother who sees a man literally uh, uh, um, in inches of light, uh, inches away from death and takes it upon him takes it as his own uh, 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 task and to do mercy um, and I like I like what we were talking about before this part um, before we jumped on here uh, of dealing with mercy because in order to be merciful, you have to show compassion. And so um, I like the fact that this in this text, um, if you're going to dig a little deeper, is maybe look at the compassion piece. What is it? What does what what is the qualifications according to Scripture regarding this Samaritan? Like what did this Samaritan do to qualify him to be a person of mercy? And I know in a lot of our black contexts, we are taught or were taught um, the Jew, the, you know, the Jews, they missed the mark and the Levite, the priest, they missed the mark. And and one of the things is a couple things I wanted to say about uh, Dr. King that he confirms um, in his last sermon before he died um, when he talks about uh, I've been to the mountaintop. But one of the pieces, first of all, first of all, the road is dangerous. The road, first of all, the road was dangerous from Jerusalem to Jericho. Um, excuse me. That's why it's going down. You know, you know, we always say we're going down everywhere. Black people, we're going down everywhere. We can be going north and we're like, I'm going down to my, my grandmom's house. I'm going down to the church. We could be going east, west. It don't even need to be south. But the point I'm making is the road was dangerous then. Martin Luther King made a comment about 
when him and his wife were in Jerusalem and how dangerous he saw the road for his own self. Now you talk about somebody we all we all know what he'd been through. We all know uh, what his marches were like. We all know what Selma was like. So for him to say it was dangerous, and for him to say it was a place where people could hide out and jump out or take advantage of, it's a dangerous route. Now think about ourselves and how we travel in dangerous routes. I know for me, I put my head down. I'm aware of my surroundings, but I just try to get to where I'm going, especially if I'm walking. And for the most part, I won't talk to anybody and I won't deal with anybody if I perceive my route to be dangerous. We got to put ourselves in the minds of not just the fact that they were Levi's, and I'm sorry for sniffling, um, not just the fact that they were Levi's, Nephites or priests. And here's the kicker. We all know the laws. We all know uncleanliness. We all know that, you know, the, the purification structure and how many days out, the seven day out rule. But the point I'm making is the average person by and large avoids danger. And so we can't be too above ourselves to think that the priests and Levites have to be perfect. And so... Um, I want to cap it off with this. Yes, we know that they were going from Jerusalem to Jericho. So we could argue they weren't on their way to work. So even if they were unclean, it's not like someone was depending on them right in that moment. However, going from a few thousand feet above sea level to going to about 800 uh, feet below sea level I could see why I mean and I'm not trying to play devil's advocate I'm just trying to say I could see why they didn't give aid to the man the average person is on self-preservation mode and so maybe we need to look at this like even as preachers we can't be above ourselves to say we're the Samaritan in the story because we get scared too. We can't say that we don't think about our reputation. We can't think say we don't count up the cost. We can't say that, uh, I'll do this. I'll show mercy by handing out a bag of food. But I really want to jump into something like domestic violence. Um, where the guy could be lurking around or on his way. Do I really want to jump in when somebody's beating their kid with a gun? Um because I could possibly get shot. Like, you really got to think about um, what this text is really saying to us. And I think it's saying to us in one way that, yes, the Samaritan is the hero, but don't get above yourself to distance yourself from the Levite or distance yourself from the priest. Yeah, and I, and I, and I would also say this, Bill, of what you, you have been saying is, um, look at the cost to the Samaritan, right? It's it's costing him um, this idea that that the culture that has pushed him aside, right? So we know the division between Jews and Samarit, uh, Samaritans, and so this man literally puts all that out the window to see the brother who was wounded to see the brother who was beaten down um to look beyond you to look beyond your condition to look beyond what you think you can do and not do and to really see 
That's the first thing that the tech that, that, that the tech says. He sees this man, and then not only sees him, but stays with the man, mm, and stay yeah. not only stays with the man, but actually drops a bag on this man to Denari. To, to make sure that this brother had whatever he needed. And then he goes further to say, whatever the difference is, I'm going to make sure, regardless of what they think about me, regardless of, 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 of what I need, I'm going to make sure that this man is healed and made whole again. That's why, going back to Dr. King, Dr. King um, had posed a... Um, profound statement in, in in preaching this he says it's not necessarily uh, the, 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 the Samaritan didn't think about what is in it for him himself meaning the Samaritan but he thought about what 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 would this man the man who's being beaten the man who's being bruised what is in it for him if I don't help this man right you know what is going to happen to him, and I think it's love looking outwardly, right? It's, it's it's love looking towards the other, and seeing and looking beyond someone's faults and seeing their needs. And then, and this how Christ looks at us. You know, just bringing this back to the text. I always want to uh, make sure that preachers um, don't leave Christ out. <laughs> in, in, in this text, we could we could really vilify. I mean, not vilify. We can always uplift the Samaritan, but really hold Christ there, and to say this type of love, I'm not able to do on my own. But thanks be to God, a uh, God who loves me through Christ Jesus, has already embodied this and has shown me how to do it. And so, you know, when we're preaching this, to really uplift that, lift the fact that this is a scandalous love, right, that this Samaritan gives. This is a love that, quite frankly, many of us beyond family um, would not be able to extend. And so being able to really live out this commandment, really live out this principle, um, and to really love Christ enough so that way I can love people and love Christ enough in my own discipleship that it moves me towards compassion and mercy to others. And so as we as we as we think about this text, you know, think about different ways in which your um, context is struggling with love. Um, you know, maybe you're in a affluent sort of an affluent context and maybe there's more that your people can do, not just handouts. Um, but but how to to really sit with people to dine with the bruised to be and to be hospitable to those um, uh, who are disenfranchised or maybe you are in a hood contest maybe you are really dealing every day with individuals who are the addicted the afflicted and the forgotten and so how to also also develop a ministry and preaching that really uh, welcomes them in at any cost. So um, I, I, I hope that this podcast um, has touched you and informed your preaching and to dig a little bit deeper into this week as we uh, lift up the text faithfully um, and to preach Christ. Yeah, so we thank you so much for joining us here at Word Up, a community where preachers grow. Peace.
I'ma never lose my faith. Word up, word up. I get the blessings from above. Word up, word up. I know it's healing in the blood. Word up, word up.